Welcome to Your Health To Go, brought to you by Demystifying Your Health, providing the clarity that you need. I'm Ashley Wood, registered nurse and author, your host. In each episode, we take a health topic that's important to you and break it down into easy to understand information. We also discuss the most common treatments and preventative techniques. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get started. Today's topic is endometriosis. Every month when you have your menstrual cycle, you experience severe pain and heavy bleeding. It's only been a few months, but you decide to see your doctor. She tells you that you might have endometriosis and suggests testing to confirm. What causes this to occur? How is it treated? Endometriosis is when the tissue that usually lines the inside of your uterus, the endometrium, grows outside of it. Typically, it involves your ovaries, fallopian tubes, and the tissue lining your pelvis. Rarely, it will travel to areas outside of your pelvis. During your menstrual cycle, endometrial tissue thickens, breaks down, and bleeds. The endometrial tissue that is outside of your uterus is no different. The problem is that it doesn't have anywhere to exit your body, so it becomes trapped. The surrounding tissue becomes irritated and eventually develops scar tissue and adhesions, which are bands of fibrous tissue that result in your pelvic tissue and organs sticking to each other. If your ovaries are involved, you can have cysts, endometriomas, Endometriosis usually develops several years after the onset of menstruation. The exact cause of endometriosis is unknown, but several factors may contribute. Retrograde menstruation is when menstrual blood containing endometrial cells flows back through the fallopian tubes and into the pelvic cavity instead of out of the body. The cells stick to the pelvic walls and surfaces of the pelvic organs where they grow and continue to thicken and bleed throughout each menstrual cycle. Another possibility is the induction theory, where hormones or immune factors promote the transformation of peritoneal cells, which are the cells that line the inner side of your abdomen, into endometrial-like cells. Since hormones play a significant role in the menstrual cycle, a possible cause is the transformation of embryonic cells into endometrial-like cell implants. This most often occurs during puberty. After a surgery, like a hysterectomy or a C-section, endometrial cells may attach to the surgical incision. Another issue involves the blood vessels or tissue fluid, the lymphatic system, which may transport endometrial cells to other parts of the body. Sometimes a problem with the immune system may make the body unable to recognize and destroy endometrial-like tissue growing outside the uterus. The primary symptom of endometriosis is pelvic pain that usually is associated with menstrual periods. Sometimes the pain can be severe and start several days before and last several days into your menstrual cycle. Some individuals also have lower back and abdominal pain. It's also common to have discomfort during or after sex. Occasionally, some women have pain with bowel movements and urination but this usually occurs during menstruation as well. It's important to note that pain severity isn't a good indicator of the extent of your condition. 
Some women have mild endometriosis with severe pain, whereas others have advanced endometriosis with minimal or no pain. Other symptoms women have include heavy menstrual periods, bleeding between periods, fatigue, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, and nausea. Given that the symptoms of endometriosis are similar to other conditions, it might be misdiagnosed as pelvic inflammatory disease, or PID, ovarian cysts, or irritable bowel syndrome, IBS. Sometimes IBS can accompany endometriosis. Symptoms may temporarily improve with pregnancy and may go away entirely with menopause unless you're taking estrogen. Several things can increase your chances of developing endometriosis, such as never giving birth, starting your period at an early age, going through menopause at an older age, short menstrual cycles, which means they last less than 27 days, heavy menstrual periods that last longer than seven days, having higher levels of estrogen in your body, or a greater lifetime exposure to estrogen in your body, a low body mass index, one or more relatives, such as a mother, aunt, or sister, who have endometriosis, any medical condition that prevents the passage of blood from the body during menstrual periods, and disorders of the reproductive tract. The main complication of endometriosis is impaired fertility. It's estimated that one-third to one-half of women with the condition will have difficulty getting pregnant. There are many ways in which it impacts fertility. Another concern is ovarian cancer, because it occurs at a higher rate in women with endometriosis. Endometriosis treatment depends on the severity of your symptoms and whether you hope to become pregnant. The two main options are medication or surgery. Most doctors will recommend conservative treatments first. The most common medicines used are over-the-counter, non-steroidal, anti-inflammatories, or NSAIDs, like ibuprofen or naproxen. These can help lessen painful menstrual cramps. You can also try warm baths or using a heating pad. If you're not trying to get pregnant, your doctor may also recommend hormone therapy. This may slow endometrial tissue growth and prevent new implants of endometrial tissue because it helps regulate the hormones that influence your menstrual cycle. Keep in mind that it's not a permanent fix and your symptoms might return if you stop treatment. The most common types of hormone therapy are birth control pills, patches, and vaginal rings. There are a couple of other options like gonadotropin-releasing hormones, or GN-RH, agonists and antagonists, progesterone therapy, and aromatase inhibitors. Gonadotropin-releasing hormone agonists and antagonists block the production of ovarian-stimulating hormones lowering estrogen levels, and preventing menstruation. This results in endometrial tissue shrinking. Essentially, these drugs create an artificial menopause, which means you might have side effects similar to menopause symptoms like hot flashes, vaginal dryness, and bone loss. Taking a low dose of estrogen or progestin with these medicines may decrease the side effects. If you stop taking the medicine, menstrual periods and the ability to get pregnant return. Progestin therapy can include an intrauterine device, contraceptive implant, contraceptive injection, or a pill. 
All of them can stop menstrual periods and the growth of endometrial implants. Aromatase inhibitors are a class of medicines designed to decrease the amount of estrogen in your body. Often you take this with a progestin or combination hormonal contraceptive. Surgery to remove the endometrial implants while preserving your uterus and ovaries is the typical recommendation, especially if you plan on becoming pregnant. It's key to note that your endometriosis and pain may return. The gold standard of endometrial treatment was to remove the uterus via a hysterectomy and ovaries via an oophorectomy. However, due to the side effects that this can produce, many doctors now focus on removing only the endometrial tissue. When you have your ovaries removed, your body goes through menopause, and when this occurs earlier than usual, you're at a higher risk for cardiovascular diseases, certain metabolic conditions, and an early death. If you have just your uterus removed, it can cause long-term health impacts as well. If you're having trouble conceiving, your doctor may recommend seeing a fertility specialist. Unfortunately, there's no way to prevent endometriosis. The key is to try reducing the number of complications by seeking early treatment. It can be helpful to join a support group, either in your community or online, to connect with other women who are experiencing the same things you are. Endometriosis can be incredibly painful. The good news is there are treatments available so you don't have to deal with it long term. If you have any questions or concerns about endometriosis, please speak with your doctor. If you'd like more information, please visit the Office on Women's Health's Endometriosis page. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you found the material to be valuable and helpful, please tell your friends about us. We're on social media, so like and follow us there to stay up to date on our latest information. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. Stay healthy, and please join us next time on Your Health To Go. Now, time for the legal statement. Please keep in mind that the content we provide is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified competent health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on Your Health To Go or seen on the Demystifying Your Health site. Demystifying Your Health does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned. Reliance on any information provided by Demystifying Your Health, its employees, others appearing at the invitation of Demystifying Your Health, or other visitors to the site is solely at your own risk. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately.